Hello, this is Black Country Blokes Tune the Fat. Listen, listen, listen. I've been hearing a lot lately about men don't talk. But in my experience, men do talk, just people aren't listening. So it's going to be me and a group of blokes discussing our struggles and victories through life. Warning, there may be some bad language, so apologies to all the mums, especially on my own. Let's get going. Listen, listen, listen. I've been here. This is Black Country Blokes chewing the fat. With me, Kev Dillon, uh, Craig Pinches, Lee Cadman, Aaron Jew, and today we've got a very special guest, Dan Browning. Now, I've known Dan for about oh, 15, 17 yeah. years. Funny enough, we met down the pub where most, bl- most blokes talk and discuss things. And at the time you were serving in Iraq, was you? Afghanistan. Afghanistan. Yeah. And um, was you in there for, bro? Um, ten years in the British Army. Uh, three tours of Afghanistan. Um, yeah, a few other little fruity places along the way and all. Uh, and how, how was the services first? Yeah, it was alright. I, I enjoyed it. I joined when I was sixteen. Um, in so at a young age, didn't really know no different. And then done my tours, and then kind of left. Went back out to Iraq and Afghanistan as a civilian, doing the bodyguarding stuff and things like that, and then started to struggle and realised I was having a little bit of a problem. Uh, it started, I think it's like most blokes, when you realise you're struggling, you push back on it, don't you? Mm. And like mine was loads of drinking and fighting and mm. do, being horrible to people mm. and not kind of admitting I had a problem. And you try and push, oh, what I've done, push the closest people near me away, thinking if I hurt them, they wouldn't come near me, you know what I mean? I've, I went on a bit of a self-destruct, really. And what, what was the, the culprit of it, do you think? Uh, definitely Afghanistan. Um, I've got PTSD, and I think, I was talking about this yesterday somewhere else, I think I'll always have PTSD, and I don't think it's one of them things you'll ever get rid of. Like, I'll wake up now and then covered in sweat, out of breath, like I've just been shot at, and I don't think you'll ever get rid of it. It's just the way you kind of deal with it day to day and try and not let it conquer you and yeah just a battle against it every day really try and better it and how many years ago have you been suffering with this uh probably about five years now i've been suffering for about five years with ptsd uh properly and it's probably probably been the last 12 months i've kind of got a grip of it and made myself a better person to more like the old me rather than the person i didn't want to be so yeah i've, I've kind of got a cap on it at the moment a bit. I still have a downfalls. I was just saying just um, before we started, I've, last two weeks I've only worked four or five days just because I was struggling to get out of bed and uh, doing that BBC thing that was on the pan- panorama thing about Afghanistan. That kicked it off again and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And it's just little things now and then it just bring it flooding back. So I have my good days and I have good months. Yeah. In yeah. I, I have a good six months and then all of a sudden drop back again into old habits and it's kind of picking yourself up again. Like depression, as you say, it, it, I always call it the dark room. Yeah. You go into a dark room and longer you're in there, harder it is to get out of there. Mm. You need that loved one to to call you back to the door handle. Yeah. But if you're in there on your own, it's, behind the dark door is a dark maze. And before you know, before you know, you're lost in the madness. Yeah. But and sometimes, but as you're saying, like sometimes it's so hard just to put your fucking socks on in the mornings and brush yeah. your teeth. But it, it it can be all or nothing. Or sometimes you're having a great day, a great week, great month, and then that that panorama will come yeah. on, and 
you're back to that very dark, lonely place. Yeah. In, it's for me. I'm quite lucky at the moment with the support network I've got around me. You know, I've got really good friends, and my partner, she's brilliant. So they really understand. You know what I mean? And my best mate, Stu, he's another one who works with Tough Enough. He uh, he drags me out of it. He you know, literally tells me to get out of the house. I didn't, didn't leave the house for three days last week. And he literally said, get the fuck out of the house. And it was like kind of the kicking up the ass I needed, really. You go, yeah, all right. Then. I had no reason to leave the house. <laughs> but, you know, you know, the longer you're in there, the harder it gets yeah, to go, go out. Well, when I've worked with like Mind and other organisations, and you talk to these blokes our age, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, the only people he sees is his drug dealer and the bloke who's dropping his takeaways off. That is his only form. And that's, that's it. But you touched on something then, I was going to come into that in a bit. What's the organisation that's... Uh, tough enough to care, Stu, um, my best mate, he founded it. Um, he lost two friends in one week through suicide. And uh, one of the friends was a friend of mine. Um, both military people, didn't know each other, different parts of the country. And took their lives in uh, one week. I didn't know mm -hmm. one person, but the other person I was quite close to. And uh, yeah, it kind of affected us. And we was at a funeral. And again, lads being lads having a beer. And he just said, joking, joking around, we need to fucking sort us out. Mm -hmm. And he was like, we need to try and keep the stigma for blokes mm -hmm. to talk. And that was it. And about two, three days later, he, he put someone on Facebook saying, I'm thinking about setting this organisation up. So I texted him saying, I'll help you. And he said, you're in, you was in from the fucking start anyway. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think I had no choice anyway yeah. if I was getting help in this or not. But uh, yeah, we've just hit 26,000 people following us on Facebook. And could you tell us about it, please? Yeah, so it's for men, uh, predominantly. It's called Tough Enough to Care. And within that, we're more of a clear announcement like we like to say. So when blokes come struggling, they message a page, or talk to me and Stu. Um, we get a bit of details off them and then we try and signpost them to the best place they can get the help. Because I think at the moment there's lots of charities, lots of people doing good work, they just ain't getting signposted to the, yeah. to the, to the right things. Yeah. So if you've got depression, for the group for depression or the right people to go and see, anxiety, OCD, um, there's that many different forms of yeah. um, mental health. It's unbelievable and I didn't realise till I got into it and started with Tough Enough mm. to Care, how many different things there are. It is so many, like, like I said, like depression, anxiety, PTSD, OCD, that's just four mm. things, which topics are massive, and they've got like splinter ones yeah, off yeah. that, and it is huge, absolutely huge. So that's what we try and do, really, so I get people and signpost them yeah. to get the right help, rather than them go to three or four different yeah. agencies in, they're struggling, struggling, struggling. What happens is you keep knocking on the door yeah. and no one answers, you knock on the door and eventually you think, fuck this, yeah. I'll deal with this on my own. And unfortunately, you either deal with it by booze, drugs, or you do something like suicide and there's no coming back from yeah. it. Yeah, I, I only lost a friend eight weeks ago through suicide. Terrible, and isn't it? He, he was a fireman, um, ex-military, and he's got had the wife, the kids, the car, the house. Yeah. Tra trains his kids Sunday Sunday league football team, no money problems. When he go goes and commits uh, completes suicide, don't like the word committing suicide because yeah. they complete it. You know what I mean? They've done it for yeah. a reason. But yeah, they, they he completed suicide. And someone like that, you 
from the outside and looking in at everything. Yeah. And if he would have talked to someone, it might have stopped it. Yeah. And it's that culture, that man up, and it's another word yeah. that I hate really, is that man up phase. Yeah. You know, it's, I'm struggling, man the fuck up. We've all had it, haven't we? Oh, so, like, yeah. Yeah, I've been that, I've been that ignorant in the past. I've yeah. said it, and I've known when I'm saying it, and I've been struggling myself. You know, mm. you know when you don't want to admit it. You said some fucking man up, yeah. and it's the worst thing. It, it can kill people. It yeah. literally can kill people. It's like you're in the construction industry, boxing. Sorry, I don't know. What, uh, property is off. Property. Yeah. So we're, we're all like men, yeah, men yeah. jobs. In how many blokes have you seen struggling? Yeah. And you think, oh, fucking hell, I should really talk to him. Yeah. But out of pride and just stupidity, you don't. You don't. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's like what you said um, just before we started recording. I thought that was a really good point when you were just chatting to me and Craig about when you had that first meeting when everyone came. Yeah. Mm. And he says, um, Do you ever get that moment where you randomly just feel emotional from yeah. nowhere? And as you said it straight away, I knew what you were on about because I get it. So sometimes I watch something or I hear something and I'm about to talk to the missus and it's like I've got a frog in my throat yeah. and my balls have dropped all of a sudden. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm getting emotional then. She's looking at me like, you're right. And I'm like, yeah, I'm all right kind of thing. But just you saying that and obviously you said it in front of people, I think if we can just say that straight away, yeah. people are like, yeah, I've had that feeling. But, but it's not. But it was never normal. No. I could say normal. It was never like normal thing for us to say that 10 years ago, five no, years ago. Because it was yeah, I'd say even two years ago. I think the stigma of mental health has been broken down that much within two years. And it is the thing now, people realise it's the biggest killer, blokes under 45. You know what I mean? And if things were killing that many people, a disease, people would stop it. Like Ebola or whatever, people would be trying to stop it. We, we, as a people, won't stop cancer. No. But we can stop this epidemic. Yeah, and this is bigger than cancer. Mental health is bigger than cancer. It kills more people than cancer. I think, I think yeah. like with the generational things, I mean, I can't imagine my granddads, they both passed away in the 90s, but I can't imagine them them sitting and talking like this because yeah. they were the gen, they were black country and they were proper. Yeah. I, th- I think they probably you know, did, but they did it after in 10 a pub points. after 10 points. Yeah, yeah. it was kind of cool. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But now they're not going to mention it the next morning. Oh, no, no, no that would be it. But, but yeah, that's why we've touched on this many shows. This is why this is why people have the 10 points, the bag of Charlie, the eight for weed, because acid, smack, crack, all these different things. Are hiding the same problems. Yeah. I can say something when I'm off my nut that I wouldn't dream of saying. You go, yeah. bloody hell, Dan, you, you, you go, I was, I was smashed last night. Yeah. But all you really want to do is go, I'm fucking hurting, bro. Yeah. I'm or, struggling, love. I'm struggling. Mm. It's funny you should say that because I've just been telling you until I've, I've, I've had a couple of weeks of pulling myself through it again. You know what I mean? I've, I have cycles myself and it's been a low cycle. And I actually said to my partner, you know what? I can fucking see why people turn to drugs. Mm-hmm. I actually said that to her and I thought, this release, isn't it? Yeah, you know that's what I mean. Thing, I used yeah. alcohol in just literally abusing women and all. Just, yeah. I was a young, young yeah. squad, loads of money in my pocket, good looking lad, and I know I could bed up. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> in, like, in, it, it was, looking back at it, just trying to yeah. find a bit of love, you know yeah. what I mean? And someone's have a bit of, I sounds a bit like, gay, yeah. but a bit of a cuddle weird, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? So. You need it, everyone needs it, don't they? I mean, it's like I know people going through things now, and on the face of it, like one guy in particular, he's an arsehole. On the face of it, he's an arsehole, drinking, gambling, man. The way he's treating his family and that. And 
I'll try and take a step back and say to my partner, he's going through a cycle. Obviously, he's going through it, and Danny's Danny's um, his release valve. You know, there's a, there's an only falls and horses where I think it was Uncle Albert. It was when Grandad died, and Rodney was on about Del Boy doing something to other. And Uncle Albert said that you know it's like on a big vessel. They have to have release valves, otherwise the pressure builds up and builds up and builds up, and then you're gonna explode. Mm. So you have to find them outlets, whether it's drink or drugs or talking or which we trying yeah. to push more towards to try and cope. On the bed of all, that's why when you're in breaking point, you eat somebody, yeah, or you have the affair, or it's because something's built up that much, mm. and instead of just addressing it, going, you know what, I'm yeah. in a bad place, or darling, you're not treating me nice, yeah. so you have the affair. Uh, to, mm, yeah. you, you break it yeah. before it breaks you kind yeah. of thing it's or almost if easier to do drugs isn't it than, than talk to people <coughs> well you'll break it before yeah. you lose it your inhibition is you'll throw it away yeah, you know when, when you're already through the mill and you already feel like you're in, in Satan's pocket your inhibition's lower and then yeah. you, your threshold for what becomes um, exactly it lowers so that's that's the way I see that as well then you ain't, you ain't ashamed to do that Ordinarily, you'd be ashamed to do that, but you feel fucking you're lying, living always, down there anyway. Yeah, your line disappears, yeah. don't it? I'm in the gutter anyway. You don't know where to step over a line is anymore. Yeah. It, it just becomes normal, don't it? Exactly. It, well, normal's a funny old fucker, isn't it? Yeah. There's no normal, that, is it? But we compare ourselves to what we believe yeah. normal should be. Is it normal I'm having a belly full? Is it normal that five lads are sitting around here? Mm. It's only normal if we allow it to be. Yeah. It's only normal if we make it possible. Yeah. But what we do is we go, I shouldn't feel like this. Yeah. And I'm telling everyone who's listening to this now, there ain't a man on God's green earth who hasn't felt down. No. And anyone who pretends he is, this almighty positive is plastic and he's trying to sell you something. Mm. We all have the highs and we all have the lows, but that's what makes it so interesting. Yeah. And like, back onto the generational thing, I couldn't see... My dad's a similar age to yours, Kevin. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm good friends with your dad and all. Yeah. I couldn't imagine our, our fathers mm. sitting down here doing this. No. You know what I mean? And I do think it's like our generation, is into the 20s now, who is breaking down the stigma of mental health. Yeah. But my dad, he's, he's an ex-war Marine, my dad is, and all. So I'm from a military family. And my dad started to open up to me now. Mm. Now he knows I'm doing this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's took... My dad's 71, my dad is. And he's an odd man, like, when yeah. I was growing up, I can always remember him. He, he was an odd bastard. Built and, yeah, he was a nasty man. man. I mean, it's now, he's opened up to me at 71, so he knows I'm doing yeah, this mental yeah. health stuff. And I think we are breaking down the stigma yeah. to other generations and all. Knowing it's not acceptable. Was it as, I don't know the stats for this, was it as bad in terms of, like, suicide back in the day, though? Do I don't think, know. Do you think it's more because we're... Or maybe we can see on, on the end of our fingertips on our phone that we're yeah. seeing so much bad things that people like yourself and people like Kev, when he thought this podcast was thinking, actually, we need to make a stand here. Yeah. Or at the very least, like, you, you're known as a, a boxing coach. It's a very bravado sport. Mm. You can just change people's yeah. perception here and then obviously yourself coming from the ministry as well. Maybe that's why. I, don't I, know. I think back in the early days, I know in, a lot of suicides never used to get recorded. They used to be like his accidents yeah, yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. Because insurance companies never used to pay out. And the shame of the family. And the shame of the families and stuff like that. So it used to be like, if you look at it, a lot of stuff, I don't think the stats will be much higher right. if you look it up. But when if you look at the stats like Misadventure 
and accidents. Mm. I think they'd be a lot higher. You know what I mean? Someone what... crashed into a tree ages ago. Yeah, it was crashed into a tree. Yeah, yeah. I think. I think. Fell down the stairs. Yeah, or he fell off a side of a building or some misadventure rather than suicide. So I think. The stats probably look very similar, and I really try and stop away from stats because yeah. Yeah. the reason is I'll trip myself up. My brain don't work. I've been punching the head <laughs> yeah. too, too many times to, to sing into the choir. Yeah, to, to remember facts and figures. You know what I mean? So I, I trip myself up. So I try and steer clear from them. But I reckon if you looked at it, they'd roughly be about the same. But if you look at the misadventure and yeah, yeah. the accidental deaths, I think there'd be a lot more. Like. I think another thing, like just to speculate as well, is. The way the generation is in the last 20 years, how offended by absolutely everything and offended by this and boom, 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 that in turn can create mental health because what you were once hardened to as, you know what I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. Now you take offence to it and it causes undue stress and then you pass it on and pass it on and pass Are we overly sensitive to things now? Albeit, I, I, I think some is people. that true though or is that that we now get more information? Yeah, misinformation. Misinformation. That's so you're constantly <coughs> told now that yeah. you're not good enough or not this or not that. And you or you've got to buy this product because you need this because it does this and does that. And, and you will stop eating meat because yeah. the planet is, you know what I mean? That's what I mean, so you're told it more. So it's actually, you let, you're more sensitive or you're just so at the is, end of being... I've all been with young kids having like anxiety and stuff like that and depression. And I, I was thinking about this the other day. When I, when I was a kid at school, at like eight, nine, I can never remember feeling like anxious or kind of depressed. Nah. I can remember thinking I don't want to go to school. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do that test. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's... Oh, is that people getting educated more no, now I, to realise? I think what that is, you know, I've lived on my nerves all my life. If I've got to jump in there and have a spot, I'm nervous. If I've got to do an exam, I'm nervous. But people are using the word anxiety when they mean nerves. Yes. Yeah, especially if Anxiety... It's crippling, isn't it? Yeah, you know, yeah. That's anxiety. It's like, I'm going to have a stroke. Yeah, it's like a panic attack. It's so horrible. I think, I think the word itself is being overused yeah. and diluted to the poor buggers who have got it. Yeah, and I, and I do think education, with the education, to educate people to what is anxiety, what is yes. depression. It, they are different. Yeah, and I think that's where we need to target people more of the youth and stuff like that and our generation really yeah to, to what is depression what I'm, is anxiety i'm feeling down yeah. or i am depressed yeah yeah and that there is a big difference like mm. oh, we, fucking we, i'll do my lottery again i'm a bit down yeah. to that that place we run about put my socks on in the morning yeah. i can't be able to have a wash because why is the purpose of going outside yeah if i'm not going outside i don't need to wash if i'm not going outside i don't need to brush my teeth yeah um, yeah. i had stuff in my pants sort of wore to bed last yeah, night yeah, and turned yeah. the tv on that's depression. You know I, mean? I, I have some I have some because I actually say that in one of my things. I try and think of them and, and yeah. say it, yeah, but like I think it's important to note that miseducation is a, is twice as powerful as education. Yeah, yeah. You know, spreading the wrong or convincing your kid that oh you're depressed or oh you're anxious. That will that will go a lot further than telling them, Oh, you're just nervous. I mean I was picked on through primary school. Mm. I were anxious to be. Oh, they have anxiety, crippling anxieties, or depressed. I was scared, fucking shitless. Mm. I was scared to go to primary school. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah. And nowadays, you'd be like, oh, he's depressed about school. Oh, oh, he's yeah. got anxiety. Like, the people are quick to put a title on stuff now. I want to Like if they take it, they say, oh, Kev, uh, I got bad eyes. I take my glasses off. I'm blind. But no, you got bad eyes. Yeah. You know, you, and it's that throwaway comment that people use. Look, 
It's not with ADHD. ADHD. Oh, that's a massive one. In, oh, that's one. Uh, I, I'm going to slag no one off who's got yeah. ADHD and stuff like that. But I was just a naughty kid at school. Some kids are naughty. No, I, I, I was a naughty kid. Like hyperactive. Yeah, I was, I was hyperactive. Look, I was hyperactive and I was naughty. I was the box at Worcester and the ABAs in Worcester and different stuff like that. In, I was an hyperactive kid, and when I was at school, I'd rather be fishing or boxing. Yeah. And I'd yeah. play up to go fishing and boxing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I knew how to play the system as a kid. Yeah. We weren't trying ADHD. Yeah. It was just because I was a naughty kid. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's attention deficit disorder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that tells you. I mean, today there's so many kids being labelled with that because of these devices. Because attention deficit means they require more attention, mm. am I wrong for yeah. right, saying that? So if the mum's on the fucking phone, scrolling Facebook all day, and I'm in the corner doing, of course you can label them as ADD because then them, then them crying out for more yeah, attention. Yeah, crying out for attention, aren't I they? mean, my son, my youngest, he, he'll be two, um, in a couple of weeks. He's a ball of energy. Mate, I know I was saying something the other day, I was on about ADD and ADHD and that, and I said, he has the potential, if we wanted to, to take him to the doctors and push for that label. Mm. But the fact that me and his mum spend a lot of time with him and, you know, Brilliant. exactly. I mean, he's bouncing off walls. He'll stand on the settee and roll backwards. He, yeah. Like, he's a nutter. Like, if we've got to step ladder up, because I, I... That's what I was like as a kid, 100% yeah. like. Yeah. Like, there's, a, there's a, a roof over there, watch me jump off it. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know yeah. what I mean? I was, I was yeah. one of them. That's what he's like. Yeah. If I've got to step ladder up, I turn around, you know, he's at the top and he's, he's just smiling. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Being I could, kid. I could push for... Troy was completely different, laid back. I could go to the doctor and say, try ADHD, try ADHD, try this, and, and get them to label him now and think, yes, but why would I want to label my kid? Yeah. Like, just, he, he got his own character and personality, and he's bubbly. And Look, he wants... I don't like the label on PTSD and stuff. Like, I just struggle, you yeah. know what I mean? And, but I know my, why I struggle is because yeah. of the trauma I went through out in fear. And, uh, but, yeah, I don't like... I don't... Personally, I don't like me being labelled with PTSD because it is a label you know what I mean I just struggle some days like we said we're up some days yeah. I'm down and it can go literally from some days from having anxiety yeah. to depression to just feeling shit you know what I mean in, yeah. I, for me that don't kind of come to PTSD it's just mental health you know and what that's, I mean and that's the trouble when they label you you're sort of pigeonholed into just those um symptoms and, and you know yeah. what I mean and then you well I always like that so how can you yeah in, like in the moment thing? like for me you got mental health that's when you were up really yeah it, it's, that's when you're laughing you're bubbling it's mental ill health that's yeah. the way I try and think of it and the, like when I'm mental health I'm feeling good it's my mental ill health is when I'm feeling shit you know what I mean I'm feeling low in I, I wouldn't like to put a label on it some shrinks have maybe yeah, not, yeah. They, they give me a big stamp saying PTSD but for me it's like, like I said some days I'm anxious to go out the house and do stuff and, or I'm depressed I'm sad mm. or I just feel like f shitty you know what I mean and I don't think there is labels for men mental health really no. it's, you can have it all rolled into one and some days you're yeah. up some days you're down and I've got a good friend who specialises in PTSD, PTSD sorry. Yeah. Uh, Nick Davies called the Blast Technique. Yeah. Um, I'll give you his phone number after this and see if you want to see him. He's a good friend of mine, he's been on the show, you've all yeah. met him. Yeah. But he's why I specialise well, in him. Uh, he's on Facebook as well. Yeah. But I'll give you, maybe one of your meetings, we might come mm -hmm. down and talk. Yeah. But there are help out there. Mm -hmm. and yeah. I think sometimes we, we try one thing, it doesn't work. 
and then we turn our back on it. Mm. And it, it's a lot like life, isn't it? It's, if one boxing gym doesn't work for you, don't turn your back on boxing. Yeah. There's many other trainers, many other techniques. Yeah. If you lose your first 10 bouts, it doesn't matter. No. Stick yeah. with the game and you'll yeah, get the results. I think that's it. There is always lodge at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. You know what I mean? In, for it's me, hard to see it sometimes. Yeah, I've been in my darkest days and thinking, fuck, there's no way out of this. You know what I mean? But there is. There yeah. is. In, again, you push closest people away to you, but you don't need to. There is always people out there. There's always different agencies out there to speak to. You know, you know, even to come down here, yeah. you know, put a set of gloves on, in just batter a bag. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? Some days, that's one of my only releases, that was. Mm. I'd go yeah. to the gym and not talk to anyone in the gym. And I'd go in, beat up a bag for an hour yeah. and go home. Yeah. And, but I've had my release yeah. from doing that. In different, like sports for me is massive. In, you couldn't tell at the moment because I'm, I'm a little bit fat. But um, I've, I've done my knees in my shoulder at the moment. But it's for me, playing rugby and boxing and stuff like that was massive. And that was my release, especially rugby. I'd have 80 minutes to try and kill somebody else on the pitch in Basilum and have to go for a beer in no chill. So I could take all my aggression out in 80 minutes and just run yeah. the balls off. And try and get it all out of me, you know what I mean? This and then half the time I'd get battered. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of having people like yourself on showing depression hits even the biggest and toughest. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just because I was a little kid getting bullied, it wasn't just because I lost my it wasn't. It can be anything that can catalyze it. And it, it doesn't matter if you're Tyson Fury or whether you're Prince Nazim or whether you're whoever, it's a bastard that can get us all. Yeah, there are ways out of it. So we're on about Tyson Fury, and I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of him just because he's boxing. I'm, I don't rate him, but that's a different argument. <laughs> um, but he is an absolutely amazing advocate yes. for mental health. In I can't take it away. He's done a video yesterday. I don't know. If yeah, I think I put it on Facebook. In uh, yeah, he's going for a run. Yeah, yeah. The bloke went around to kill himself, and I just wanted to speak to him. Mm. It's probably his thing to do before he killed he did, himself. Yeah. The bloke took a bloke for a three mile run. Yeah. I'll probably kill myself after a three mile run. I'm drawing it. No, but what what an amazing guy, you know what I mean? As much as people slate him into different things, yeah. like he's been such an advocate for men's health. In, and Ricky Atten's done Ricky a, a, a few different things. And there's more celebrities now uh, and pro pro um sportsmen yeah. who's coming out now and saying I've I've struggled or yeah. I did struggle in my career and Stuff like that. In I think there's a footballer recently who's just took a sabbatical for 12 months. I think a quite famous footballer. I'm not really into football. No, but there's a footballer who's just took a sabbatical for his mental health. So, you know what I mean? It's it's it more public songs. The normal people to talk about it. But if you can't go and knock on Tyson Fury's door, you can pop up the club, talk to me or my lads. Or now they can come up what's your name? Your thing again. So if you go on to... Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and just putting tough enough to care will be the ones who pop up. Tough in, enough uh, to care. You've got like a bicep, uh, kill yeah. is our logo. Yeah. You go on there. And if we'll any, put the post on our thing as yeah, well. Yeah, and if anyone's ever yeah. struggling, just go on there, hit us up. We've got about five, six moderators, about the same as yourselves, yeah. about six of us yeah. who watch our Facebook. Mm -hmm. And 
between mostly patterns, stews and marks. There'll always be some. Yeah, we were, we're always pretty much. <laughs> <doing, laughs> yeah, all, all three of us struggled with different demons. Unless so. you're all drinking Saturday night and Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so but that, that's another thing. It's kind of took over our lives. So yeah. me and Stu are good mates and we don't really socialise with each other anymore. And I think our, our wives and all that think we do. So we go, oh, we're going to a meeting at Tough Enough, or we've got a fundraiser on our, yeah. really, fundraiser? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, no, honestly, but... I'm lucky with Uber, shall I? Yeah, it's one of them, like, but it's not anymore. It's, it's turned in to, I was going to say it, more of a job, you know what I mean? We've got yeah. our day jobs, he's an engineer and I'm a paint sprayer, but... Does, got, has that helped you with your mental health? Yeah, it? definitely, and it, it helps me helping other people. Yeah. Then I think there's no better feeling. Yeah, and I think the reason is it kind of takes the light off me, yeah, and yeah. I don't have time to worry about yourself. To worry about myself. And it cleans your soul while you do it. Yeah, and I've, I've done so that. many bad things. Like Kev said, it cleans my soul. I've done that many bad things <laughs> yeah. in the past. I've got some making up to do now. It's not like my name is Earl. Where I've got to go right list and right all those wrongs. I think yeah. I've fucked up and I've hurt people and I've I've been a naughty person. However, what I'm doing now at this moment, what I do every night up here, that's washing my sins away. Yeah, yeah. You know definitely. what I mean? I can't apologise to everyone I've ever wronged. Yeah. But as long as I can make the next generation, the next person I meet life better, then I think that's washing my soul. Yeah, for me, wanna be like when we somebody walks up to us in five, ten, fifteen years time, whenever, and say, you saved my life. You know what I mean? Someone I don't know, something we've been doing on social media or our meetings or something, and someone comes up and says, you saved my life. Someone we don't know. Like, we went to an attempted suicide a couple of weeks ago, and it was probably the hardest thing I've ever, ever had to do. Without going into too much details and stuff like that, it was a, a... a friend of mine from the military, and I went up and we sorted it. And um, the police come and the ambulance come to take him away. And uh, as he sat in the back of the ambulance, and he literally looked at me like I was a piece of shit. Yeah. And he just yeah. said, "Like why?" I just wanted to end it. And I was literally felt about that big, like God's honest, felt like a piece of shit. And then he went away, and about four or five days later, he come out of hospital and uh, had a phone call. And it was him, and he says, Dan, look, thanks. Yeah. And he was like, I'm going to the housing, I'm going to the benefits, like, I want to change my life and turn it around, because I've been seeing him on Facebook, he's back in the gym training mm-hmm. and doing stuff like that. And this is to the point where this lad had a rope in the woods, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So it weren't him, yeah. it weren't a cry for help. It, it, yeah, I'll put him on a different situation just before he went to go and do it, but... Yeah, there was a rope in the woods. In, uh, so he had been gone, and it had been another statistic. You haven't just saved his life. You've saved the person who found him mental health. Yeah. You've, you've saved his, his mum, yeah. his dad, his brother, his mate down the yeah. pub. Yeah. And that's the thing with suicide. It's your way out. Yeah. But those who are left behind, yeah. they have to carry that burden for the rest of their lives. Yeah, I don't think it's selfish committing suicide. No, no, no. Um, because but it's the people around Yeah, it you. does affect so many people because it's not selfish because it's the only way that person can see out of it. Yeah. And it must take some bollocks. Yeah. Like, oh, 100%. To, com- to complete suicide, 100%. it must take some bollocks. Oh, but you've also got to think bollocks. about that's your way out. Yeah. And that's why I'm, I'm not discrediting anyone who's done it. Yeah. But that's your 
in your mind, there's God, an answers out there. there are if you're in debt, like we were saying earlier, if you're in debt, if you've got yeah, drug, yeah. alcohol problems, there's people and different organisations out there. What will help you? Yeah. If people help you with your debts, people are help yeah. you with the alcohol addiction, yeah. people help you with drugs addiction. Yeah. It, it, you don't need to complete suicide. No. Then all of a sudden, that's it. You're done. You leave. Like you said, else you leave behind. people behind. And you there's always alcohol. Question, could they have stopped it? Yeah. And I think though, like, because you know, a lot of you know, I've I've had them kind of thoughts. I was speaking to you earlier. Um, I've had them kind of thoughts myself, and I've got beautiful boys, I've got a family, I've got, as you say, the car and this and the other. Um, do you think, now there's no, I'll see no trigger, really, for me. So, like, what help is that if there's no trigger, if you just go through the cycles? I think talking. Yeah. Like, yeah. God's honest, like, in that support group yesterday, there's blokes who've never talked about the mental health opened up yesterday, and they were saying, there's, there's someone there who went, don't really know why I'm here. And when he went, I feel shit sometimes, I do this and do that. And he was like, all he needed was to start talking. Yeah, yeah. And I think sometimes that's what just blokes need to yeah. vent. You know what I mean? Women do it yeah. naturally. Yeah. Like, you see them down the hairdressers, you see them at mother's meetings, you on the phone constantly yeah, yeah. to their best mates, texting each other yeah. in WhatsApp groups. Yeah. Bloke, my WhatsApp groups are horrible. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's no talk about mental health in these WhatsApp groups at all. Normally just but, videos of crashing. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? In, I think as blokes, we don't do it. And I think, like you said, I, I think to stop feeling down sometimes and just a bit shit, is just talk to someone and say, you're right, mate. You know yeah. what I mean? It's always asking that second question because it's easy to brush it off, isn't it? And yeah, yeah, a bit yeah. more about your, your, the meeting you do because yeah. I am I am I've not been to a meet any kind of meeting where there's yeah. more than me. So we all sit down, hold hands. Well, this is no, it. No, 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 no. This <laughs> is it. I want to try to for for the people listening. I want to try you to explain because I imagine uh, what you see on films, those AA meetings. All tapping each other on the back in your head. I've got no, no, and, not at all. Yeah. So it was our first one yesterday. In um, like I said, we're no experts. We're there's a couple of area house rugby players and boxers just yeah. trying to uh, make a world a little bit of a better place. And what we've done, um, we've got this big room, we've got the same size as the gym, and uh, we have 26 people turned up. <coughs> and, uh, Which is a great number for a start. Yeah, right? for the first ever one. Yeah. And um, we sat down, introduced introduce what we do. Um, I kind of sat down, I struggled a bit. Mark, one of the other organisers, he talked about it. We said, anybody else want to have a chat? And we've got a rugby ball we have. Yeah. So it's, you leave your egos at the door. Yeah. Um, it's a safe place. It's a safe, I know people say it a lot, but it's a safe place. Yeah. So what gets talked about in the room, don't go out the room. Yeah. And uh, we do a thumbs up and a thumbs down situation. <laughs> so if any topics kind of affects anyone, yeah. if you go out the room, because like, we're all grown up, we do teas, coffees there, drinks. And if you want to nip out for a fag, you can do. So it's all like, it's not the classroom setting. So if someone's just going for a piss, say, and they walk out the room, but if it's affected them, mm-hmm. they do like the thumbs down. Yeah. And like me or Stu or Mark go out and have a chat with them. But if they're all right, just stick your thumb you know yeah. what I mean? Or to give a nod as you go outside. Yeah. And lads open up and talk about what their struggles are. And I think it is literally not to know you're alone. There's yeah. people there yesterday who didn't want to talk. In they come up to me after and said, it was nice knowing I'm not the only one. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I've said it yesterday, I'm not the only p- 
person struggling and it's nice to know I'm not the only person struggling because some days you think of it don't you I know I am thinking yeah. the world's on your shoulders I'm the only one going through this I can't talk to no one so one that's what the first, group's about really one of our first guests Andy Plant he was sexually abused and groomed as a child mm. and he carried that for 28 years and then yeah. found Black Country Women's Aid and it, it, it's the same it's that shame I'm the only person mm, yeah. this has ever happened to and he, he does meetings like you and they talk and I think that's the greatest thing we can do. Yeah. You're just going, so you're telling me I'm not the only person who's fallen on top of himself. I'm not the only person yeah. who's ever fallen. Because we've all had them yeah. suicidal, horrible thoughts and you're thinking, and then it's the reason why, when I've thought about those horrible thoughts, about topping myself and it's the thought he'd have on my family and that's the reason why it would always leave my mind. Yeah. But we're all different. But by doing what we're doing now, what you're doing, what Andy Plant's doing, and these different organisations, whether you've been abused, whether you've got PhD, whether you've, there's an organisation out there. Yeah. And nowadays, it's at the click of your fingers. Yeah. You can you can type and say, I've got mental health, I've got meningitis, yeah. I've got whatever yeah. it is. Something will come up. Something will come up. It's not, as we were saying about our dad's ages, or two years ago, 10 years ago, yeah. where you'd literally go, what do I do? Go to the fucking library, mm. or go into a phone box and yeah. look through things, and yeah. it's all prostitutes. I was about say the only phone boxes you had in Kent was not. I need to help. Oh, warm it. Please, me. It's important to just uh, rewind back to, and you said we know experts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I feel uh, credit where credit's due there, and. I feel you and your friends by the sound of it have got the best credentials and qualifications mm. to consider yourself uh, a de facto expert, if you will. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd much rather come to you yeah. than go and listen to a textbook remedy. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? So, you know, I commend you guys for that. So yeah, I, 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 yeah, no, you know, I know how you say I'm, I'm no expert because we all have a way of saying yeah. that because we've got no paperwork to prove it, but you've got experience. Yeah, there's a couple so, of lads who done uh, their mental health first aid training mm. in the group I need to do more that's yeah. really good I'd love to do yeah so that. I can link you up with all this um, we've just had a new member of the group started on yesterday actually um, officially but he's been working behind the scenes of us he's a health and safety guru yeah and like it makes a ninja <laughs> and like faith where it was the bloke's a genius like Kevin Evan and uh, but he's a mental health first aid instructor so it's we're getting there slowly we are and we're building a team up and the right people who want to be part of it yeah. not rather because it's far to say mental health is trendy at the moment isn't it yeah you know what i mean if you look on tv you hear it on the radio it's a trendy thing and people kind of you know you know people use it as a buzzword they'll say i'm wearing a wristband this helps mental health i'm wearing a t-shirt you figure that don't fucking help no one like we've got wristbands and it is literally for that reason because we, when we go, we've noticed when we do a fundraiser or stuff like that, mm. people are buying for two pounds. I'm supporting men, men, yeah. mental health. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're not for them. They, they, people yeah. do feel good about it. You yeah. know what I mean? I ain't going to slag anyone who asks boys. I'm just going to keep on. But it's yeah, you do get it. You know what I mean? But it, it should be instead of like playing at two pound, yeah. go and sit your neighbour. Yeah, yeah go said, ask someone, I'd rather someone instead of giving us two quid. Yeah. yeah. Ask you for I'd do it more than that money. Yeah. yeah. 100%. You spend 15 minutes or 10 minutes of your day. Yeah, it's worth. 
present with someone, yeah. that means a hell of a lot more. I think that's that's part of why like you started this is, is because like you got your furies and you got your celebrities and you got the buzzword folk mm. and it's hard for people to relate to people who've got millions and billions in the bank. Yeah. Whereas average Joes of of call us newsly, you know what I mean? Mm. We they can say, well, they live my life, they live up the road from me. Yeah, so it's like they can relate to If we knew they go to work for two weeks. You know what I mean? We're struggling, aren't we? After two weeks, we're thinking, oh shit, I need to get back to work now. If they don't, they've still got interest on the three and a half hundred million. They've still got problems, but it's not our relatable problems. problems. When you were saying to me, self-employed, to have two, three weeks off because I'm struggling, or I'd love to, you know what I mean? When I'm feeling down, just think I'm going to get away from everything. But in some sense, it's good that you have got that because you know you've got to get up and you've got to get it. Yeah, I think that's the thing. You're running out of the way. You're running, you're pressure's good in any in in the right form, form yeah. but when you've got when you're feeling shit and then you you think fuck I've got to work, that pressure's bad for you. Mm-hmm. Or when you have the time off because you're feeling shit, and then the money that pressure's bad for you. Don't you feel like when you're feeling crap and all, everything goes wrong? Yeah. Like, you stump your yeah. toe, yeah. you get a bit of toothpaste no, in your eye. It's not dogs on it, it's just... I left work, I knew I was in a rush, I left work, the car went into limp mode, I was like, ah, for yeah. fuck's sake. So I managed to drive from Redditch to, to um, Bromsgrove, but I'll grab a chippy on the way over. I live in literally the middle of nowhere. Yeah. In, so I went and grabbed this chippy, thought, oh, I'll have a batch of sausage on the way home. That'd cheer me up. While I'm waiting for me kebab and my chips. Literally had one bite of it and it fell on the floor. In my, yeah. in my car, it's filthy. And I was like, for fuck's sake. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know when you, you just feel... Yeah. You know, in that, yeah, that earlier, I nearly rang you up when I ain't coming. And then yeah. you know what I mean? Then every red light, then a fucking tractor, then yeah. a red light, then... Oh, you know, I nearly rang Kevin when I dropped my sausage for <laughs> Fuck, that's just really slapped me. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like a simple thing like that. I just went. Yeah. <laughs> if you're in a good place, dropping your bath sausage. Just, yeah. when, when you're on that bad day, yeah. as I say, you're bad. I was dropping the bath sausage. I dropped my sausage in a phone cap. Phone cap. I ain't coming. I ain't coming. What were you saying earlier about the bowel? Yeah. That, but that's the same thing, isn't it? Something that wouldn't normally bother you, yeah. but you do something, you stump your toe, and yeah. that, that, that confirms that you're cursed. Yeah. That? that confirms that the universe is out to get you. Whereas it's, it's just... Uh, your bucket's full your, and you've yeah. sausage. Your, 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 your like, attitude in that acts kind of a, as like a stimulant to your surroundings. So like you say, you drop your bath sausage, you're in a good mood, you're laughed off by another. In a shit mood, Boom, it stimulates the negative. Yeah. Table's going up in the air. So you're just yeah. walking like, Within you, there's sort of like a stimulant to to whatever. You know, it's this is what we were saying just before we started yeah. here. So what I was saying is, when we're in that funk, which you've all been in that funk, it's very difficult to see the way out or yeah. to see what we need to yeah. do. So one of the things that um, I think might be useful is if, how we touched on it, the stuff that you mentioned earlier, the exercising, mm. the talking. Mm. Um, there's another thing like books. So I, re- I read certain books. If we can do those even on our good day, even if it's just 10 or 15 minutes, it will just build that kind of muscle. Yeah. So then when we have a shit day, we have that tool in the back or oh, I heard that on a book actually, let me just try and use that now because normally when you're in a funk, you can't see I'll shit. I'll do podcasts, I'll do. Like, you there do you books. go. I'll do yeah. podcasts. So for me, there's that many podcasts and I'll just, when I'm spraying at work, yeah, yeah. 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 I'll, put, I'll put podcasts in, in my ear. There's so many men, run, men, uh, mental health podcasts out there. 
uh, from dealing with it to uh, just talking about it. And there's different, so many different people who've got different aspects of it yeah. and different avenues like how to talk and negotiate around it. And for me, it's knowledge is power in it. I know yeah, people yeah. say it. Yeah, really. Uh, I didn't realise again until I started this stuff how many different factors there are, different trigger points, yeah. and but coping mechanisms yeah. and coping methods. And like you said, for me, books. I'm not a big reader. I don't have the time to read between yeah, yeah. the military stuff. I still do with with the reserves and what I do with kickboxing and mental health stuff. Yeah. I, I think my missus sees me about one night a week. Yeah. So I, I don't have a time to pick up a book, but podcast for me yeah, yeah. is brilliant. Yeah. In you can make a time for a podcast in, while you're driving. Instead of listening well, to the shit about champagne, yeah. and Vicky's on yeah, the yeah, and Brexit. You know what I mean? Instead of listening to Brexit on Radio Two constantly, yeah, yeah. listen to some struggles and strives and, and the way someone's come out. Because yeah. Like you say it's like it's like mental and emotional currency. You know what I mean? You 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 don't want to end up having that built at your door, which is the low period, and not having no mental or emotional currency to put it and pay it straight away. You need to earn. You've got, you to, you got to almost build that muscle. A bit like, yeah. say, for instance, boxing. You can you can muscle do memory. three, three, four years. Yeah. If you're ever confronted in a corner, you could be shitting yourself. I'm in a really yeah. bad effort, you know how to get out of that corner. Mm. So it's kind of equipping yourself. It's down with it. I, I mean, don't know. I've, bo- a... I've boxed for twenty years, and I still can't get out of the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I can't get off the corner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a self-employed man. That's for another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> if you, if you see you this move. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just on there freezing, like, please. <laughs> but yeah, it's, I, I do think knowledge, and I, I do like hearing a success story and all. Yeah. You know, when people like combated it, and yeah. who, who said, like, I tried to commit suicide, uh, I tried to complete <laughs> suicide, and I never, like, it failed. For some reason, yeah. like um, so they got caught in the act, or they got saved while they were doing it, and they've come out a better person. And I do, I do love a good success story. I was about to do it, and, and I had a telephone call, yeah. and that telephone call stopped me. Yeah, from I do the love a good success yeah. story, and how people to change their lives, and how people yeah. deal with it. And you get a lot of that through the books and through the podcasts. Do you know? And, yeah. So yeah, so I do back, like touching on that. I had a friend who said that. He were, he were gonna do it. He lost his dad. Best friends with his dad. Lost his dad um, a few years, quite a few years back. And he had a unit, pretty much like this. And he went in there with a rope and told the steel girder and whatever else. Um, he said, and then a robin, a robin come and flew and sat on the beam. And he took that as a sign that that was his dad. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking bear. Yeah. You know, Don't you? Know. All, you know what I mean? And yeah. and like. From like even now when we want jobs, especially some of the other robins will come and because we're digging and that they'll be foraging and they'll always make a point of getting some kind of food and, and feeding it and keeping it round as well. <laughs> and I think you know what, it's crazy. You have to sometimes you have that intervention. Mm-hmm. Who's that pod? Uh, who's that um, speaker that we listen to? Oh, what one of the French speakers? I can't remember his name, it'll come to me in a minute. Okay. Um, on YouTube, and he said that we have, we wait as humans for something, something extreme, yeah, yeah, whether yeah. it's extremely positive or extremely negative, before we take action. Mm. You know what I mean? And I can't remember his bloody name. I like that. It's one of the motivational speakers we always listen to. Les Brown, I know. Les Brown, yeah, yeah, Les Brown. That's, that's all. Yeah, 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 
Yeah, Les Brown. Good. I mean, if you're into most life, some speakers yeah, and stuff, Les yeah. Brown's one of my, yeah, one of my favourite. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what we, we don't want people to have that tragedy, though, before they... Exactly. Yeah. And this is I always say, don't wait for your like, wake-up call kind yeah. of thing. To wake That's up. what my friend said. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, listen to other people's adversity stories. And this isn't a shameless plug or anything, but my podcast is the same thing. So I go through mental health stuff or trauma that people have been through. But it's always trying to find out how they've overcame it. So then people know mm. their situation isn't exclusive. So, for example, somebody's been raped. I've had stories of rape, for example. So, somebody's been through the same thing. They know that actually there is a way to get over it. Whether, you, like you said, PTSD might be a part of your life forever, but you've got yeah. coping mechanisms in place. Yeah. And, I, and we try and get the success story from it that it gives you the tools in order yeah. for you to move on with it afterwards. And that's what it's about. Yeah. But then, what I, at the same time, I don't want somebody else who hasn't been raped or been through trauma or lost someone to yeah. cancer to have to feel that pain just. Just live in gratitude on a daily basis. Look yeah. after your body. Look after your health. Support yourself. Well, I think social a big one. Yeah, that's like, find your voice, by the way. Yeah. 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 Which on. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think you lads uh, experience it. We've experienced it already. It's tough enough. As your podcast grows and your following grows, you'll have more people consoling you in like talking about opening up to you. Yeah. And I think one of the most important things for me. It, me and Stu do it quite well together. We bounce off each other and we open up to each other a lot about it. And it's looking after your own mental health because yeah. you're going to wear we, we do a lot of dark stuff. Yeah. And again, can't go into much details, but you, you get to hear different dark things, what's happened to people and what they've been through. Yeah. And it's hard, like, it is hard. Like, yeah. you, you go away feeling drained, like, you've just done eight rounds, ten rounds yeah. in the ring. And you nice. feel completely knackered, drained, physically and emotionally. My job, because my daughter's disabled, and I, mm. I work with disabled children, providing equipment. Yeah. So there is a, it's a great link, because I do understand what the parents are going yeah. through that on there. But it also opens up them to me, if you know what yeah. I mean. So they'll tell me a bit more about what's gone on. You find a common ground. sometimes, and, yeah. it, and you do take it home with you. Yeah, um, and I think what you've got to do, especially you, gents, who's doing this is kind of keep it as work so yeah. what we do it tough enough we can't think of it as a job and we'd leave it at work and then just me and Stuart talk about it yeah. and mark and now we've got um we've got mike on and all but he's down south so i don't really talk to mike much but mark in ourselves we talk through it ourselves yeah. give our own little counseling sessions yeah. in between people talking to us yeah. because i think it's quite easy when you're helping people to fall in the trap of all of a sudden you don't realise you're getting so. burdened with loads yeah, that, of different things. That happens to me a lot up here because yeah. I'm such a caring soul and yeah. Dan will come and tell me something crazy and then I take it home and I'm one of them who always figuring out how to help someone. Yeah. And, and then sometimes that Kate tells me off because I, I do take it home and that's normally when I go into a dark place mm. because I've taken on everyone's shit yeah. and I can't do yeah. anything to help them. So you, you, your, heart, your heart often... Your heart always pay all the debts, but it's, it's your head that punishes you for it. Because mm. I've always said to my partner, and she knows as well, I've got a good heart, it's my head that's fucked. Yeah, and that's the way I see it, because my heart, my heart knows me, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's a pure heart, but my head... I like that saying. Yeah. I do like saying. My heart's, my heart's pure, but my head's fucked. That's yeah, what I always yeah, say. Yeah, I do like that. Says, but yeah. yeah, I think you've got to look after, especially doing what you're doing, just look after your own mental health. Yeah. Um, yeah. More. It, 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 you don't be selfish to be selfless. Yeah, That's yeah. What it is, that is. Like, it's like same thing. Same thing like my mum. She's like most. What I find, at least in my circle, is the people who have ended up with depression 
were the most selfless people ever. Yeah. And yeah. what they were doing is filling everyone else's cup up and their cup was just like drying yeah. basically. Yeah, I think and, that's what And if you could look after yourself, just with a bit of self love is yeah. however you wanna yeah. like label that. Whether it is going to the gym or making time yourself, for yourself, absolutely. I always like, then, you, then you can bring your best. Yeah, I've just else. started another supporter of all that. Like, he's got a kickboxing gym over in life, and I've got my black belt and stuff like that. And I'm just getting back into the gym now, kickboxing, and that's my little release yeah. away from tough enough to care, away from well, this the missus, yeah. away this from is, the army. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> this podcast was made to my release yeah. because I'm, I'm boxing boxing family dad family yeah. boxing boxing yeah. tournament so we come up with this idea to a have a bit of counseling push boys yeah. b talk to other interesting people like yourself and oh uh, well <laughs> <laughs> but like getting people and listen to stories but this is a bit of my time yeah, where yeah. i haven't got to worry because what and i say it like this because someone said well how about what aren't you know what's the worst that can happen me talking honestly I'm only talking about myself, I'm talking yeah. about other like-minded individuals. That's the thing, isn't it? It's, oh. You're talking about yourself. You don't, you're going to go wrong, are you? No. You know what I mean? No one can say yeah. he's talking crap. No I'm one knows you more than you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, I've started <laughs> lately, cause after going through like, this down period, I've started uh, trying affirmations. Um, yeah, we say things over and over. Yeah, where you keep telling yourself things. I mean, I've, I've looked some weeks the other day, and you'll find confirmation in the mirror with affirmations. It's powerful, powerful. In the mirror with affirmations, you're beautiful, beautiful. In the mirror with affirmations. You know what I mean? It's where you keep, you're constantly reminding yourself, whether you're doing something, I know, I know we could be working, and you're yeah. constantly saying, you know what? I am good at this. It's a bit like the label thing. So if somebody yeah. says, oh, you can't do that, or you're stupid, or whatever. Yeah. You're playing your head, and you think, okay, I just can't do it. So yeah. rather than have that negative thing, you affirm something yeah. positive. Yeah. Like, Actually, I, I am capable of being stronger, or I'm not yeah. no longer a shy person. I can speak to people. That Mike Tyson built his career off it. Gus yeah. Customato was above. Saying he was a god, and he was a this. And yeah, he, he, he constant- started out just every day, and every way, I'm getting better and better. Yeah. And just made him repeat that, there repeat that. And then it changed to boxing related mm. affirmations so positive yeah positive affirmations that like you say mine was a, he, he was constantly told that and he was he was told to tell his self that i'll have to look into it because then you've got now if someone said you're shit you've already got that it's like you said having that in your bank to say no i hate shit boom yeah. I'm, I'm good at this i'm good at this i'm good at this. repeat it and repeat it because it's muscle memory your thoughts will create your environment which then creates your emotions yeah that ha- leads on to your happiness mm. so if you've got bad negative thoughts about yourself and then you you're going to experience that day when you're dropping sausages everywhere kind of thing you know yeah, laughing, yeah. Like you're having all this shit whereas if you can have just positive stuff yeah you'll see the beauty you see the beautiful sky you see the birds you see the old lady crossing the nuns at you so it's well, like when you, you do you drop the sausages you're gonna laugh and uh, exactly, i'm gonna yeah, have yeah, nightmares no, about this we dog enjoyed it we dog enjoyed it you know what i've read something before i'm sorry but it was what you say you think what you think you feel and how you feel is how you act you know what i mean so that's it's important to control your diet, and I'm not just talking your food, whether it's social media content, whether it's just your, your own diet within your head, you know what I mean, your thought process. What you're saying about like uh, the affirmations, that's where a lot of hypnosis and meditation, it's all the same stuff, isn't it? Yeah. It's just getting yourself into that thing. Yeah. But you've got to find your medicine. Yeah, yeah look, if you, again, with yoga and stuff like that, somebody had asked me five years ago what I thought about yoga and alternative like, medicine yeah. stuff. I said it's for a bunch of hippies who dance on the field. Yeah, you know what I mean. But now looking into it and speaking yeah. to people who do it, yeah. do a couple of different techniques. Um, 
they do work. Yeah. They do really work. You know the way I look at it. You know if you're in your you know if you're in your house and you've got everything there, you've got to just use everything that you've got around you, and then you come up with a problem, and there's nothing around you to solve that problem. Open your door, mm. and you're going to find a different resource, and that's the way to go. Don't trap yourself in a room full of the resources yeah. you feel are all that you have. Open your door and you'll probably more than likely find another Yeah, resource. I've never done none of the yoga or the alternative stuff. Hey, flexible enough for it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but I've, I do know a lot. Um, one of our lads, he does something, Mark. Um, he does some of the alternative stuff. And the benefits of it's brilliant, actually. Mm-hmm. It really is. In, yeah. It's just something I've, again, that busy. You know, I keep thinking, oh, I'll go, I'll go and try something like that. And just to... Yeah. Yeah. Just to so I know to recommend yeah. it for other people, say this is my thoughts on it. But again, I'm not busy, I don't get round to doing anything like it. But what I read up on it and the more the more stuff yeah. I look at it, it is good, not dieting. It is good clean yeah. diets without is it alcohol, everyone loves a drink here. Yeah. I'm yeah, sure they do. But it's cutting it down and it yeah. not moderation. Yeah, moderation in smoke like for me. Bloody, I mean, I've had a fag out there before yeah. he walks in. Yeah. And uh, for me, that's my bit of a release, smoking at the moment. And I'm either up or down on it. I can not smoke all day, just smoke and have a drink. Yeah. Or at the moment, I'm smoking every day. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's just, a, again, a little bit stress going on and stuff like that. But it's everything in moderation and clean living. I, I can't yeah. say I'm just a chippy. But, you know what I mean? I'd, 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 I'd some salad on my kebab. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that is his attempt at clean living. Yeah, yeah. Drop off. yeah but it's like, when you're eating healthy, you drink, like, you're drinking plenty of fluids yeah. and stuff like that, you feel better. You, yeah, you naturally do feel yeah. better. Yeah. And when you're eating junk food and you're drinking, you've got the hang- you wake up with the hangover or the coke over yeah. if you've been on the session. Yeah. And when the next... All, yeah. The way to get rid of feeling like you're shit and when you've been on sessions, go back on another session. Yeah. Do you know what? As, yeah. a, as, a, as, yeah. well, as a little hint before we finish, you, you'll be amazed at how good you feel just drinking water. Yeah. I drink a lot of water, you know what I mean? Other than I'm guilty for not to. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't drink, I don't smell, I don't, don't do any of that sort. I've got no release, but I drink water and feel good. When you I, I always water. find, like, sometimes when you've come off the source, it's the thought of having a drink is better than actually having a drink. Yeah. You go, call away for Friday. To have that beer, and then you have it's it. And you go, it? Yeah, you throw it down because you're chasing how you want to feel. You're and to I love a drink. I've got to remember that I'm going to a pub. <laughs> <laughs> but we're gonna we have to finish, gang. Yeah. Dan, from the bottom of my heart, thank you very much for coming on. And what's your organisation again? It's tough enough to care. Um, if you go on Facebook, visit us up. If anyone's struggling, drop us a message. And again, if you're struggling, come down the gym. There's another podcast. What is it, Jen? Find your voice. Find your voice. I'll definitely be listening to it. Yeah, so I'll get on it as well. Yeah, yeah. And have you got any uh, sayings or quotes that got you through your dark days? No, don't be a cunt. And on that wonderful note, <laughs> until next week, gang. Tarot a bit. <laughs> I like that one. That's back to that own that all you know. Yeah, don't be a punk mate. Oh, you know, I don't know if that's recorded. I had a WhatsApp because I haven't uh... Listen, listen, listen. And that's a wrap for another show. But if there are any comments or messages that you would like us to read out for our next podcast, please be in touch. There are also lots of different organisations at the bottom of this page and hopefully they can help you or someone you care about. Please share this to spread the word. 
Until we talk next time, ta-ra-ra-bit. Listen, listen, listen.